From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, July 21st, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A 16-year-old girl from a village in Williams County in the northwestern corner of the state has been missing for three weeks. ONN's Chase Bachman has the story. Catherine Fernandez was last seen leaving the Montpelier pool, and there's been no sign of her. Montpelier Police Chief Dan McGee. Catherine had arrived here, being placed here by Hancock County Job and Family Services. She was here less than 48 hours. His department believing it's a case of human trafficking. We believe that this is probably a case where she had contact with somebody she was very familiar with, the Spanish-speaking community down there, and had somebody come pick her up. He believes the girl arrived in the United States from Honduras, but isn't sure when or for how long she's been in Ohio. Chase Bachman reporting in Toledo. The trial against a man accused of running a phony funeral business across the state will continue, despite efforts to have the charges dismissed. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. Shante Harton is facing a list of charges ranging from abuse of a corpse to identity fraud. The prosecution wrapped up with an overview of the evidence and witnesses they've presented for more than a week now against Harton. However, the defense swiftly made a motion for the charges to be dismissed, claiming the prosecution failed to prove Harton did anything unlawful or with intent. The defense is expected to make its case beginning Tuesday. Right now, it's unclear if Harden will testify in his own defense. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Attorney Bobby DeCello, who represents the family of Jalen Walker, addressed the media yesterday after Akron Police Chief Steve Milet recently announced he authorized his officers to remove their name tags due to alleged threats regarding Walker's shooting death. So we are not, this family, not one person, not me, not anyone, is taking any threat against anyone lightly. We don't want anyone threatened. No police officer should be threatened for what took place here. And we've had enough violence. During yesterday's press conference, which took place on what would have been Jalen Walker's 26th birthday, DeCello called for the Department of Justice to replace the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation in the investigation into Walker's shooting death by Akron police due to possible collusion between the Fraternal Order of Police and BCI. Investigators think they now know what caused a house explosion in the Cleveland suburb of Garfield Heights last month that killed two men and a woman inside. ONN's Brandon Simmons has more. According to investigators from the state fire marshal's office, there may have been a total of three explosions that occurred, a small blast followed by a large one and another smaller one. And in the days that followed the explosion, they were able to locate several materials they believed were used to manufacture homemade fireworks that are much larger than consumer grade. Fire investigators are still waiting on a final report from the Cuyahoga County Medical Examiner, but the most probable cause is the manufacturing of explosives. I'm Brandon Simmons. In the wake of the U.S. Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade, lawmakers in Washington, including Ohio Republican Senator Rob Portman, are moving to protect marriage equality from a possibly similar fate. Portman is co-sponsoring a bill that would protect marriage equality for same-sex couples, and we're hearing from him for the first time. When you look at just a shifting sentiment about this issue throughout the country, I think this is an issue that many Americans, regardless of their political affiliation, feel has been resolved. Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown supports the effort that Portman has made. I'm strongly supporting the effort to codify same-sex marriage, meaning that the Senate needs to pass a bill, as the House did, I'm hopeful we can draw strong bipartisan support to do this. The House passed their version of the Respect for Marriage Act with 47 Republicans on board.
President Joe Biden has tested positive for COVID-19. ONN's Tracy Townsend has details. The White House says he tested positive this morning and is experiencing very mild symptoms. The president is fully vaccinated. He's twice boosted. We are told that he has started taking Paxlovid to help with his symptoms. The president will continue to carry out all of his duties from his residence, including some planned meetings. Those will happen on the phone or through Zoom. The president has canceled his gun crime plan trip to Pennsylvania, where he planned to ask Congress to fund more police. I'm Tracy Townsend. The CDC says the rapidly spreading BA5 subvariant is now causing about 80% of new COVID infections in the U.S. The number of reinfections has almost doubled compared to previous waves. Researchers blame a mix of factors for this jump, including immunity and mutations that have caused this variant to sneak past the body's defenses. The CDC has endorsed another brand of COVID vaccine, Novavax, a so-called protein vaccine. Infectious disease expert Dr. Joseph Gastaldo of Ohio Health says it's a more traditional vaccine, different from the Pfizer and Moderna versions that are mRNA vaccines. For whatever reason, uh, we do have people who are fearful or have concerns about mRNA vaccines, and there are people who have not yet been vaccinated. And I do think there may be an opportunity to uh, respectfully engage those individuals uh, to talk to them about the Novavax vaccine. Two doses of the Novavax vaccine are given three weeks apart. The U.S. has purchased more than three million doses, which could be available in the next few weeks. In Northeast Ohio, a woman with lupus is trying to find a hospital that will do a kidney transplant without requiring her or her living donor to accept a COVID vaccine. ONN's Lydia Aspara has more. Twin sisters from Akron, Lillian and Lucille, have not been vaccinated. I have not taken it, and she isn't going to take it. But now Lucille needs a kidney transplant. Lillian is a perfect match. They say the Cleveland Clinic will not perform the life-saving surgery because they're not vaccinated. The twins have hired an attorney. The Cleveland Clinic says for the living donor, reducing the risk of COVID-19 infection around the time of their surgery and recovery is crucial. Lydia Spara and Cleveland. The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits last week rose to its highest level in more than eight months, a sign the labor market may be showing some weakness. ONN's Dave James reports. Applications for jobless aid last week rose by 7,000 to 251,000, up from the previous week's 244,000. The Labor Department says that's the most since November of 2021, when 265,000 Americans applied for benefits. First-time applications generally reflect layoffs. Dave James, ONN News. And we are just a couple of weeks away from Ohio's August 2nd primary election. A reminder that there are a few ways Ohio voters can make their voice heard. Voting by mail is available as long as an absentee ballot is requested by July 30th. There's also voting in person, both early and on Election Day. And some voters could have different polling locations this time, as several have changed. County boards of elections should have updated polling place information on their websites. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.